Hey everybody, this is Edgar with Let the Fright One In. Just thought I'd uh, give everybody a little heads up before this episode. This was one of our first creepits, and our sound quality wasn't really there, but we thought we'd upload it as a fun treat. And hope everybody's having a great year. Take care and enjoy. <laughs> uh how's it going amiga well that sounded so natural uh, how <laughs> that's how real people talk uh what did you want to call this mega segment you, you said you wanted to call it uh creep creepy. it real creep it real it sounds so much better in person uh, creeping it real oh my god because i actually say that sometimes as like a cringy sign off to like like people that i know would quite in fact, never creep it real. It's just like a fucking like bunch of like Bible study kids. And I'm just like, all right, man, creep it real. And they just look at me and I like it. Because <laughs> you were the scariest kid in Bible study. Yes. Um, uh, creep it real. Uh, creep it real. What have you been into this week since we last spoke? Since we last spoke. So, as you know, (laughs) of my dilemma that I don't have any spare time, but when I do have spare time, it's usually, uh, you know, dangerously close to sleepy time. (laughs) And I start falling. (laughs) Free time next to sleepy time. Sorry. That was was good. Okay. I uh, fall asleep. So, most of the time, I don't actually finish these movies that I start because I get too sleepy. So uh, the movies that I have started and not finished from yesterday, actually, are I started watching the creep, even though it's not a movie, I started watching the creep show TV show that I've been watching this season one from 2019. And actually, the cinematography is really, really good. And even though like this, like the stories are very predictable, if you've ever watched another horror movie in your life, but it's really fun to see it in like such high quality and like executed in like the best special effects available at the moment. Even if the, like the stories are kind of lame or like you already know, like from the second <laughs> that they set it up, it's still really nice uh, in a visual standpoint. I started watching Tetsuo the Iron Man, as I showed you, uh, I could not finish it because I started to get sleepy because I my brain, I think, started to like shut off and was like, you're not going to understand this. He's not going to understand this. They don't even know what's going on. So we're going to bed. The creep show TV show. That's not redundant. It's, um, it's, it, I think they're trying to take it exactly from the comics. So they're not even trying to like adapt it. The, they're just like, let's just go full hog ec comics cheesy you know aesthetic and remake this the way it was intended i forgot which one it was was the radio one or the one where they're in the bar and it it feel like it took a left turn i can't remember what what was it called gray matter but yeah and they're all done by like you know very reputable you know horror people it's just like so that's why it looks so good (laughs) but yeah i mean the original creep show had 
uh, you know, George Romero as the director, Stephen King writing it, and Nick Otero doing the special effects. So it was like the holy trinity of horror and then now greg is doing the directing for creep show and he's actually like a really like lovely director like i don't know on set but at least like from like the viewer standpoint like everything is like really well executed even if the stories are lame and there's a lot of fun like there's uh in the first episode of like season one at the very end they have like monsters with beer and i'm like oh that's hilarious that's adorable and they have like the little creature and he's holding his own little beard. It's just, I don't know, I think it's cute. I really like, like, silly campiness if it's executed well. Because you can be silly in hey, which a, one was that in a, one? Mm-hmm, the first episode. It was Grey Matter and, I believe, uh, the House of Heads or House of the Head. Something the, along those lines. Oh, was the... Oh, okay, 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 okay. I remember. I was just like, yeah, it was like during a hurricane, and yes, but it, it that's takes great a matter. Weird turn with the uh, like the alcoholic dad. Yeah, that was yeah, like really two different. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's it, it's it's interesting. So like, I, I saw the first few episodes. I think I got to mm-hmm. the third episode, and then I was just like, I, I just couldn't get into it. I thought they were gonna take it a little bit more seriously mm-hmm. but just, that's just the thing like it was... is it's not taking it not seriously. <laughs> it's just yeah. like a hokey pokey like let's get get around the campfire and sing our campfire song like it's just very silly yeah, and if you're looking like, for uh, serious it's not it which i'm surprised they're doing a season two just because of that like i mean for the fans that would enjoy something like that i didn't think there'd be that many to, to keep it to keep it around for a second season I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the very serious atmosphere and like they're executing it as if it's a serious horror movie, but the content is silly. Yeah, they definitely ramped the the camp factor. Which I love because that's if I was going to make a movie, that's how I would do it. I would make it super stunning and like creepy, but it's a fucking goober fest because that because I'm a goober. Oh, and then, like, the fucking people they got, like, they got Adrian Barbeau back for, like, I was just like, oh, quick, she's just gonna, like, haven't seen her done do anything, like, forever, and she's just mm-hmm. gonna come back and do Creep Show one more time. <laughs> um, I don't know if you remember, she was in the Creep Show movie with uh, the one with the box, mm. where, where where she would play, like, the, the heckling wife, where she just kind of, like, mm-hmm. tears down her husband, and all he drink and he feeds her to the beast in the box yeah so i was like all right man like this is gonna be fucking awesome and i i felt a little let down oh yeah Yeah, she was in that first episode of creep show she was like the supermarket lady yeah she was like oh yeah yeah, yeah." i thought it was a i thought it was like a bar i and then Tetsuo, the mm-hmm. dude, I saw that movie so long ago, but it, it like some of the images kind of still stuck with me. But I, I did like it way more than Ichi, uh, the killer. The killer. Sure. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Okay, so I was okay. Like I 
realistically saw more than half of the movie before it was like, and the spell of fatigue is upon thee. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> and... <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm already lost. Um, yeah, there. it's terrible. Like, when your blinks start feeling like naps, like, you know, you're going too far gone. And I, so what I got mostly out of it is like, whoever wrote this story or the director is the most painfully closeted gay person that is so ashamed of themselves because of society, especially in Japanese society in which it's like, like we think we're bad about gay people. Like like it's still not okay to be gay in Japan now. Like they're, they're pretty bad about it. I never, I never put that together, I think. Um, the the lady with her freaking like bionic tentacle penis thing <laughs> and she literally uh, fucks him <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i guess i don't i don't remember a, a lot of this movie <laughs> all right let, let's let, let's look up the the synopsis real quick he um, also at some point gets his own drill penis and it's like humongous it is literally like easily like fur like 20 to 30 inches long <laughs> like it's a giant like drill um oh, terrifying that's how they make penises in, in japan yeah, oh it's just, it's, I, just know. Stand, it's just standard size okay i i see i'm sorry <laughs> let me read you the synopsis a metal fetishist driven mad by maggots wriggling in the wound his thigh <laughs> yeah his thigh in his wound, he's made to embed metal into his flesh, runs out into the night, and accidentally he's run down by a Japanese businessman and his girlfriend. The pair dispose of the corpse in hopes to quietly move on with their lives. However, the businessman soon finds that he is now plagued by a vicious curse that transforms his flesh into iron. Also, okay. I want to mention that the special effects in this movie are so excruciatingly terrible. <laughs> that um, it was painful to look at like it it went it looked like paper mache balloons like they were with like little metal pieces sticking out of them like they were crazy like we akin this movie to being the eraser head of japan essentially yeah and you know the lady in the radiator's cheeks no like i said i, I might have <gasps> seen this movie more than 10 years ago well but uh, what about eraser head less so but i i was just like no i can't vibe with this like i needed no. like to oh yeah look there's the fucking moving penis uh you see I, I see it yeah that's just standard yeah they, 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 that's just that's just normal size for them you get that at uh, the walmart <laughs> the i remember trying to watch a racer a few years ago um mm -hmm. and i might be a, a bad film nerd before this but I, I think i feel like i needed to watch it in like my freshman year of college to be like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to watch all the experimental movie shit because that's who I am as a person and fucking mm -hmm. appreciate real cinema. And I watched a few years ago and I was just like, hey, I got time for what this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I got I got shit to do. <laughs> like I can't like if it doesn't have dialogue engaging me while I'm trying to do other things right now, like I just I, I can't. That's Not another thing about Tetsuo is it has no fucking dialogue. And but I There's saw every like, movie. I saw, I saw every inch of that fucking iron penis. <laughs> yeah, it the there's there's like no dialogue. Like the scenes like jump from each other so quickly, and there's no context, and you don't know what's going on. There's also no dialogue, and sometimes the scenes are shrouded in so much darkness. I don't even know what character I'm looking at anymore. 
I'm like, is this the guy? Is this the girl? Is this that other guy? Who is this? All around confusing. Um, I don't know if I enjoy it. made me deeply confused. Thus fucking special effects. Like that scene that was in the synopsis where it's like he's shoving the like metal pipe into his thigh. His thigh looks like an open sweet potato. Like I don't even know. It doesn't look like a realistic wound. It looks like someone... It looks exactly like what it is. Like someone slapped some shit on his thigh with some gorilla glue and called it a day. It's pretty bad. I actually, I have such a deep appreciation for special effects and I've tried doing special effects on my own like since I was a kid because I've always thought it was the sickest shit there ever was. And I would get fucking toilet paper and like make my own like spirit gum and like put that shit on things and try to make fake wounds. I used to have a brute, I'm such a fucking weirdo that I sometimes forget how strange these things that I've done are. I used to keep in my book bag and in my car uh, a pint of fake blood in my car and a bruise kit in my book bag at all times a bruise kit just to just to like in case mm-hmm. you wanted to look so like the opposite of instead of covering up a bruise just making it look yeah. like you have a bruise uh-huh. um all right <laughs> <laughs> um that is interesting. Um, Forget concealer. Try okay. our new bruise kit. <laughs> Look like you're in a domestic abuse relationship today. Uh, Only an uh, easy payment of six sixty six. <laughs> Buy yours now. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see how much he made off this. I'm assuming it was a very small team, mm-hmm. and it feels like he did everything himself. He um, he's literally in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Starry, yeah, yeah, he's he's in uh, Shinya Tetsukamoto. Yeah, Tomoto. I don't remember his last name, but he is also in a band, which is like the main character. He's also in a band, and his band made the music for the movie. They tried to budget so much. <laughs> I mean, it was released in 89. I mean, like for it, I mean, it's, it's hard to, I mean, cause you're using film and you're trying to get all these effects in like the guy was ambitious. Yeah. Um, he definitely was. I will give him props for him trying to like break the rules, be super experimental and try he really swung for the fences but unfortunately the fences threw him back because it was an unwatchable movie in my opinion which maybe some people will be mad at me for but i mean it's the life of expressing your opinion the i mean i guess if you can't write dialogue if you're not a good writer just don't write any dialogue (laughs) i've never interacted with another person i guess they won't either Hmm. you could really you could relate to the closeted gay man um, theory where, you know, he can't talk about these things. So hence, there's no dialogue in the movie. This is true. He's also having his weird, like, gay uh, phenomenon, like, with a woman. Because, again, there's such a, like, against being gay. I think he was probably worried, like, if I show actually two men, this shit's never going anywhere. (laughs) Well, look, look, the, the last sentence which I wanted to read you here is mm-hmm. the Iron Man escapes an old factory, but his fetish appears to and attacks him. The Iron Man uses his power to manipulate the metal around him and overpower the fetishists. The, this results in the two men merging into a single tank-like monster. 
then they promise to turn the earth into a planet made entirely out of metal as they travel around the city cool man they're just about to fucking jizz everywhere they're basically <laughs> like they they were just gonna they're gonna become one giant phallus and just yeah. shoot everywhere <laughs> good for them <laughs> you yeah, go. I, 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 and i don't know why i didn't fucking pick up on that shit <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, they just be coming to a giant fucking penis together. <laughs> I feel um, like it was extremely like hev- heavy on the game. <laughs> like it wasn't even subtext. It was text text. It was right. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no text. It's just yeah, there was no text because <laughs> there wasn't yeah. any fucking dialogue. There wasn't. But yeah, because I was watching it via the Joe Bob Briggs uh, last drive-in because I don't know. I like his little fun facts. <laughs> no, he's great. I I would I watched him like growing up on TNT. Monster Vision. It was the fucking best thing ever. And I think what just annoyed me was for the fucking commercials. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you, you just wouldn't see the the movies you pick. You you wouldn't see that just on on regular TV, um, mm-hmm. just coming up normally. So it was. And then watching like the new series, mm-hmm. fucking Chef's Kiss for sure. Yeah, I I enjoy him. I've also been watching it. That's why I watched Tetsuo, and <laughs> uh, I love when he makes fun of things because it makes me feel better about not liking. <laughs> and he was like, "Man, um, I give this movie a one star. No, a four star. What? A one star." four stars so i was just like i feel the same way because i want to celebrate its merits in trying to be different but i can't let go of my own sanity <laughs> the okay so then what about the sequel did you know there was a sequel i didn't know there was a sequel is this a, a setup for a joke no 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 i, I wish oh. it was uh, i think it might be you know, the, the same themes might not be there, though, but it's called mm-hmm. Tetsuo the Bullet Man, released in mm-hmm. 2009. And I remember watching this one as well and it being like completely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more like it's more like a. Like I thought a you were setting movie. me up for a dad joke like <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it, oh, man, I, I'm not I'm not as good as some of the people we know. Um <laughs> Oh also God, known some as, of the people we know. Uh, it's also <laughs> named Tetsuo 2 Body Hammer. Uh, I mean, also the name. Body <laughs> Hammer <laughs> sounds like, a, I was going to say, sounds like a gay wrestler. Uh, let me see. Anthony is a man uh, with an American father and a deceased Japanese mother living and working in Tokyo. One day, his son is killed in a car accident, and shortly afterward, Anthony begins to transform into metal, receiving a vision of scientific documents a vision of fucking documents dude you got you you're dreaming fucking lame if you're fucking dreaming of documents um anthony that's probably what the average salary man (laughs) dreams of in japan though fucking uh anthony uncovers a secret room in his father's house which contains files detailing a mysterious tetsuo project he also learns that his father and his mother met while each researched the project anthony's wife yuriko arrives but before she sees her transformation her transformed husband a SWAT team arrives and she is taken hostage anthony transforms transformation finishes its hold and he defeats the SWAT team with bullets f- fired from his body but refrains from killing <laughs> but refrains from killing them 
Uh, what? Yeah, as I say, how the fuck? Um, he severely injured. Those are some lame team. ass bullets. <laughs> yeah, you just shot bullets all over these dudes, and you didn't kill them. Um, There's actually he, this move in a video, and I'm sorry, sorry, no, uh, in no, an no. anime uh, called. Uh, Fate's Day Night. There's this one character named Gilgamesh, and he and not bullets, but he like rains down uh, swords from the sky, and oh, I feel sick. like that's a similar like method of like raining uh, weapons at someone. And like if you fucking miss, or like you cannot kill someone with your weapon, like what what was the point? Like is this a scare tactic? I mean, if I remember this movie correctly, like he. He just transforms. His wife is captured, mm-hmm. and then now he has complete control over his body, where he just shoots bullets. He absorbs at fucking dudes. So he's think. just fucking porcupining, like mm, you're bothering. Yeah, me. but but you're able to aim each bullet precisely to fucking mm. knee shot, knee not shot, precisely <laughs> yeah. enough if he's not hurting them or killing them. I don't even remember if it was a gun in his arm or. Or if it was just like all over his body, I can't remember. Exactly. The Japanese love gun arms. But I can uh, name you two characters off the top of my head that are uh, Japanese, like anime and a video game character that have gun arms. They love it. The, Three. I mean, who doesn't love it? I mean, they also yeah. love the what is it? The like the sword coming out of your forearm backwards mm-hmm. and shit, like uh, mm-hmm. kind of like they love that shit. Oh man, I have so many, so many like, characters Barrett. I drew. Yeah. Barrett from Final Fantasy VII can like gun arm. There's um Ovan from Dot Hack GU gun arm. There's uh Vash the Stampede from Try Gun at the end of the show. He's got a gun arm. Oh, not to mention the original gun, gun arm boy, Mega Man. Mega Man. Rockman, <laughs> yeah. With his sister role. Let me try and see the, the trailer for this. I mean, it's filmed like since it's color like they they really go they really go to town with uh oh wait they had color because the original tetsuo is in black and white no no bullet man it was 2009 so but it still looks oh. like a shot like a fucking 1989 like the video quality on this trailer mm-hmm. is fucking horrendous 2009 yeah yeah but it, they're still trying to use stop motion effects but the coloring very giallo style but you know it looks really fucking cool um that's what i can give it is that they tried a lot for the aesthetic the aesthetic is good i can give that to them that they tried they i mean they i don't know if they pioneered the japanese cyberpunk like cyber gore movement in japanese film but they definitely were like the staple example for that movement well that's why we need to do our own episode because we could start here and go into all the weird japanese horror action genre movies that came out because there are some fucking bizarre ones <laughs> yeah what is it tokyo gore hotel we had um there's some fucking crazy ones uh was it machine girl oh tokyo gore police i think there's also a tokyo oh the machine girl well yeah look talk about gun arm mm-hmm. female gun arm. love a gun love a gun arm yeah i remember this one um Versus, I remember versus, and we can do a whole fuck it. We can just, of course, it'd be you'd have to watch a lot of movies. Robot Geisha, uh, Robot Geisha. That's awesome. Oh, sorry, Robo Geisha. My bad. The Mutant Girl Squad, last twenty ten. I never saw that one, but I remember Tokyo Gore Police was like a huge hit. 
when it went because it was just like you it came out you were like what the fuck is this these people are fucking bananas you get to film this kind of shit um and they're basically just playing like that's what it feels like like man the these these are some lucky people oh all right one i definitely want to put on the list because mm-hmm. i think it's like a classic 1999 wild zero it's like a rockbilly japanese band fighting zombies and they save the world with the fucking power of rock if i remember correctly that's so cute <laughs> um uh, wild zero it's a yeah. uh, japanese comedy horror film mm-hmm. uh, it stars endo as ace a big fan of japanese rock group guitar wolf after resisting a group guitar wolf makes ace his blood brother and gives him the whistle to blow during times of trouble yeah it's fucking awesome that one i have cool. a soft spot for rock rockabilly movies just like a little one because of uh john waters crybaby <laughs> Ooh, if that's not a horror movie, it should be. I mean, it's no. just because of what uh, society brings down on you, buddy. You know, that's the real horror conforming. Let me see. Uh, it's a teen musical romantic comedy is what uh, Crybaby is considered. But the real horror society is society. Uh, it's so um, what's her fucking face when I found out that there was a character named hatchet face i was like i gotta watch this fucking movie <laughs> uh, johnny depp who hatchet face for me <laughs> they played that movie a lot on um what is it they played that movie a lot on tv when i was younger so i got I got lucky to be able to watch it because I, it, it looked because it looked kind of whack no because it looked wholesome <laughs> for the most part i oh my goodness there's the girl with the bl- the big blonde hair. She's like the the bad girl character. I cuz she's not the main character. She's like a part of like the little bad kids group that Johnny Depp's character is a part of. Do you remember her, the blonde girl? That's not Hatchet Face. Like she's a pretty girl. Let's see, let me see, let me see. Cuz for her, that girl, I wanted to be her so bad. I thought she had the cool her fit went so hard. <laughs> Oh wait, with the the villain, or one oh, of the, the villains, the girl. Hold on. Oh, uh, Tracy Lord. Yes. Fucking adult film actress Tracy Lord. Yeah, I know Tracy Lord. Yeah, I just kind of outed myself with how much I just said, but that's fine. Well, I think that's her. I'm not because exi- I, I don't know about so that. Was, but she's the she blonde was, girl. She has like the the Betty Page haircut, but blonde. She, she was um. He, all right, so it was Ricky Lake, Hatchet Face, and then the other blonde chick, right? Tracy Lords, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly remember her from, well, I didn't know she was an adult actress till like, you know, way older. Um, but uh, I remember her being in the Stephen King straight TV movie, Tommyknockers? Yeah, Tommyknockers. Yes, it, I just looked it up. It is Tracy Lords. I thought she was the coolest fucking bitch ever when I saw this movie. Her hair, perfect. Her makeup, snatch. Her outfits, incredible. I just was like, this is who I want to be when I grow up. And now you just told me she's an adult film star. So I guess that's uh, that's my priorities in life. <laughs> <laughs> um, she... I'm actually Dolly Parton <laughs> looking at the... <laughs> the local prostitute and being like mama i want to look like her and her uh, mom being like oh no she's trash and she's like 
I want to be trash. That's me, I guess. <laughs> the uh, her character's name is Wanda. Oh, and her parents were the like she had the wholesome parents that she just wanted to rebel against. They she had like, yeah, nice, yeah, that was the best. Yeah, Wanda Woodward. And, she, and Tommy Knockers, I, th- I think she was like the post office. I think she was like the mailman or the mail person. Um, the mail individual. Knockers, which we could do a whole episode on Stephen King movies and, Absolutely. or at least like the worst one. A series. Oh, man. He has so many fucking movies. <laughs> like separate the good ones from the bad ones. <laughs> Oh Tommy god, we'd have to bad, watch so was, many. I think there's 22 or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's a, we could spend a whole year doing that. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think like because I really liked Carrie. I had seen Carrie for the first time uh, last year, and I didn't read like I, I had always heard of the iconic Carrie, but I'd never seen it, and it was so good. I understand why it's so praised. And also the reboot for the It movies. I loved them. Not the second one, but the first one. I loved it. So I was like, oh man, I should watch more Stephen King movies. Give it a real shot. Because I always just kind of like shot them down. Because, I'm, because you know, most people think that Stephen King stories and movies are shitty. So I was like, okay, I guess they're shitty then. But I really oh. like those two stories. And so That's I saw uh... Salem's Lot. Salem's lot was a, a fucking a, a gaggle of laughs for me. <laughs> I know. I, I've always wanted to, like, I started reading the book. I haven't been able to get finish it, but I hear, I hear the, the TV, the, it was like a TV mini. Yeah. Made for TV. And I'm like, my dad oh, told I, me it was like a four night special. Like when he was a kid, cause my dad's fucking old. And he was just like, yeah, they would play Salem's Lot. And I was like, oh, man, on a like a three day weekend, they would play Salem's Lot. And then you'd have like the each day there was like the new like section of the movie that they got to watch. And it was like a whole thing. But yeah. The All right. Let's run through it real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Because. Let's see here, because there's, I'm just going to run through it. They're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, all right, if we're, if we're going it backwards, uh, yeah. Dr. Sleep, uh, I was fine with. It wasn't okay. There were some really nice parts of it. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't have, I would have preferred not to pay for it and watch it in a theater. Um, My the brother saw it. He enjoyed it. It was enjoyable, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like the scariest fucking thing I've ever fucking seen, or like mm-hmm. it was an okay sequel. The book is weird, but it has some like if you're reading the book, and mm-hmm. I audio booked it. Um, it it has some amazing fucking visuals that just fucking stuck in my head. Uh, in the tall grass that he wrote with mm-hmm. uh, his son, I thought was fucking awesome. Uh, that one I really fucking dug. Um, but maybe that's the difference between paying for something like twenty bucks or something and watching mm-hmm. something and not. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Tower was garbage. Um, 1922. It was. I. I, I kind of remember it. All right, but let's go back to like. All right, because we're starting. We're starting late. But you said you didn't like it. The remake part two. No, I did not like it. The remake part two. I liked it. The remake part one. Thought it was beautiful. Uh, it the remake part two, chapter two. Um, that shit was beautiful. 
gorgeous special effects mm, delicious however (laughs) everything else fucking sucked (laughs) and i was so upset they also killed a gay person within the first like five minutes and that always makes me upset like if you're killing the lgbtq within the first five minutes i'm already throwing hands it was yeah like they try to do like this weird cautionary tale it felt like at the beginning and then you know like this just person just falls into i mean but then again like there i feel like the last couple years there have been a lot of like you know lgbtq people like going like missing in the fucking states so like I, I felt like it was a small commentary on that but apparently they're just all being eaten by fucking clowns in the sewers who fucking <laughs> knew um, so it felt a little short but the monster designs I mean mm. like that's not something I really mm. think about when I think of the movie It and probably shouldn't be so mm-hmm. like like your your scariest element is your clown and yes. you're not playing up to that because you're making all these other i mean then again like like in the original it is like werewolves and mummies and like these monsters mm-hmm. and these and the leopard thing that like kind of like preys on these kids and it's but the clown is what really fucks with you um, yeah because of yeah, our like, uncanny valley natural instinct to not trust clowns and be freaked out by clowns i don't fucking trust no clowns I ain't trust no goddamn clown. But also the ending of It Chapter 2, I was so upset. I watched this in theaters with my best friend Vinny. And I remember at the ending, I looked over at him. And I was like, so bullying saved the day, huh? (laughs) And he was just like, yeah, put that on fucking Cartoon Network. And I'm like, you're fucking right. (laughs) Like, what is this? Bullying and I was so upset. That I was, was actually, so mad. That was pretty good. That's, that was kind of priceless. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's. Pet Cemetery remake sucked. Uh, it did suck. Carrie remix sucked. Damn, imagine. I didn't see the Carrie me- remix, but. Or the remix. The fucking remix. <laughs> Might as well just be called the remix. <laughs> the remix. Can you imagine, like, fucking Ashley? Like, Ashley, like, you, you're a writer. You write a book. It's a fucking hit. Mm-hmm. They make a fucking movie. It's also a hit. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like... Fucking banger. Best, yeah, a, a, one of the best directors ever makes your fucking movie. 20 years mm-hmm. later, they're gonna remake it. You get fucking paid twice? For, you know, like, yeah. you're so fucking good that people will remake your fucking story because they're just, like, banger. Of course. That's yes, exactly this shit slaps. We're, 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 yeah, we're totally gonna be saying that fucking 50 years from now. Hey, remember that Carrie remake? fucking mm-hmm. slapped um uh, all right let's see here damn they made a lot of children of the corn movies um, oh my gosh okay children of the corn i saw for the first time at like 10 years old and one part of me was like hell yeah kids in control because i was a kid and i wanted to be in control and i was also part of a hispanic family so that's never gonna fucking happen <laughs> but you, i can dream <laughs> and i was just like this movie is low-key a little stupid, and I was 10. So uh, wait, I, which one are we talking about again? Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. All right, see that fucking movie? I don't know why, but I, it was like... I don't remember what it was, but I feel like the it. my brother and sister talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm the youngest, so like them talking about it made Same it seem a lot scarier than it really was. Mm-hmm. 
and I had no idea, like, even South Park had made a fucking uh, spoof out of it when, like, mm-hmm. all the children take care of, take over the town, and mm-hmm. these other uh, outlanders come. He's like, Outlander, we have your yes. woman, Outlander. Um, yeah, I rewatched it recently, <laughs> and it was. You know what's kind of whack? You, me, Ed. You, Edgar, and Nico, you, you being Edgar, uh, we're all the babies of our family. <laughs> well, I mean, can we're, you count? Nico we're the baby bunch. Half, Nico's only the half baby. He uh, got pushed out last. <laughs> that counts? That, um, is that not the requirement? For for everybody listening, Nico is, uh, is, is a twin. Pair. Okay. He's, he's half of a half. Uh, yes, he's uh, an identical twin. Um. And okay, that's nice. That's cool. Man, we, we all got stuck, and we well, no, because Nico didn't. Um, he he didn't fall into the movie. Well, maybe because he had like a nice upbringing, you know, like a stable family and shit. Yeah, his family's <laughs> lovely. His family's wonderful. He like literally, they're so loving, so supportive. It's such a like a nice, loving home. Their Christmases, they all get each other like a thousand gifts. You this. Cr- it's so funny whenever like i start comparing our lives because uh listeners we are dating he and i are dating so we have these like secret looks into each other's lives and i'm like damn i guess i don't have a life huh (laughs) what the fuck is all this i've also noticed that some of my best friends also come from very wholesome and like complete family units <laughs> so i'm like oh this is what a family's like oh shit i fucking missed out <laughs> it's so bizarre but it's like so nice it's so nice to see people living your dream <laughs> a couple things i saw this week i saw ruins you remember that movie mm-hmm. what is that uh, it was like it was kind of like after the hostel craze and tourists and everything, mm-hmm. and it was about the how these these kids go to Mexico and they come across uh, this like Aztec ruin because it's like oh it's our mm-hmm. last day let's go let's go fucking let's go fuck world. shit up <laughs> let's go hiking let's let's make the most of our fucking trip and most of them are just fucking hungover uh, from the yeah. night before and they come across these ruins and then these Mayan people show up out of nowhere and they're like and they're you know they're speaking they're actual mayans or at least they're actually speaking to them mm-hmm. in mayan and they're like get the fuck out of here or no now you gotta fucking stay and they're like what and they shoot one of them and turns mm-hmm. out well, i guess you should watch it it's on amazon prime one well, no, i don't want to give it away oh golly um it's, maybe it's, it's i'll fun, watch it's a fun little movie all right well well like now they're like stranded on a ruin with the mayans like surrounding them and they won't mm-hmm. let them leave. And turns out there's something wrong with the ruins. Ooh. Oh no, not the ruins. Yeah, but it's the cool. safest place. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it was a it was a fun little, fun little movie back then. Yeah, I think it kind of holds up now. Um, That's good. I'm so also, you saw the ruins. What I else did also, you watch? Oh, well, you remember my boy Lou Diamond Phillips? Uh, yes. He was in this. All right. So what I, I just found out recently because I was playing that mm-hmm. a trivia game with Rue Morgue that there was a movie called The First Power, and I always remember watching clips of this movie when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've only ever seen Lou Diamond Phillips in La Bamba. <laughs> Which is great. It's a fucking 
like we said earlier, that's a banger. Um, yeah. And it's so Lou Diamond Phillips, which is like the youngest fucking detective in all of LA because he looks like a fucking baby, but he's giving mm-hmm. everybody orders. Uh, is basically on the search for this serial killer. And I don't know, this, this serial killer was based off of BTK. I think it was based off BTK and Richard Ramirez. Mm-hmm. And after watching the Richard Ramirez documentary, I was just like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Which fucking, because you said BTK, which fucking serial killer used to put serial? Was it BTK? In oh, the crime yeah, he, scenes? Or like he would he would like t- tie people up, put plates on their back, I think. I'm like, hey, if you fucking move, I'll hear the plate crash. And, mm-hmm. and so don't fucking move. And um, Blue Diamond Phillips and, is Filipino. You go, sir. You rep your people. I, I, which I didn't even know. I always thought he was fucking Hispanic. Uh, well, well, the thing is, is that, you know, the Spanish co- put colony or like they, they did something in the philippines and that's why there's so many filipino individuals that have spanish surnames because uh spain decided to fuck shit up there oh yeah and they which yeah which was like all right cool <laughs> it's like hey they conquered my people too <laughs> they came yeah. in and fucked our shit up sometimes right. i think about like how i don't know anything about my homeland my home country and i'm like damn i know that there was like native people there that all got killed that sucks and that's all i can really think about because uh yeah if you think too much about this sad stuff then you get sad and then you wonder if your ancestors were horrible fucking yeah fucking awful people um but all right terrible I'm, people let's see oh yeah here let's see here let's see like occasionally my dad will be like, you know, there's a chance that our fucking ancestors were like Spanish colonizers, slave owners. And I'm like, dad, please. <laughs> I've thought yeah. about this too many times that I get real sad <laughs> and I don't know how to avenge that or make it better. So I'm just going to be kind in my current life. <laughs> in my, uh, you know, in my defense. Because <laughs> I don't actually know. It's terrible. If I knew, though, I would try, you know break the generational curses and all that let's see here the i I did the the test uh Mm -hmm. the like the blood ancestry test i I forgot Mm -hmm. what percent i think i'm on like 20 percent european maybe Mm, Um, colonizer (laughs) but like 60 percent central and south america yeah it was like 20 20 and 20 uh i I just realized there's a lot of 20s in there and added up to like 120 (laughs) yeah you're an extra person (laughs) i got more dna oh that sounded wrong that sounded like tetsuo the iron man Um, yeah now you got metal body parts you're actually 